This is Faithful Sayings, broadcast by the Leon Valley Church of Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Our question today is this. We visited your church recently and found your music program very unusual. Was the singing without accompaniment of musical instruments part of a special event, or is this your regular church practice? And that reaction is understandable and I think is oft repeated by first-time visitors to an assembly of Christians. And to answer the question, no, we don't have a music program. If you, I say we, when you attend an assembly at Leon Valley, the Leon Valley Church, you're not going to find a music program as one would typically define it or that you might observe in other assemblies wherein there is a choir or perhaps a band on stage by which worshipers in attendance benefit vicariously. And the reason for that is, is that the New Testament presents all worshipers present within an assembly as participants in that in that worship who are contributing and, and joining their voices together as they sing praise to God. First Peter 2, 5 and also verse 9 gives us that picture of God's people as a royal priesthood, as a holy nation who offers sacrifice of praise, Hebrews 13, 15, which the writer says is the fruit of the lips. So in public worship, we find examples of people leading prayers and songs in the New Testament to promote unison, and so we conform to that pattern. And in a secondary sense, we find too in passages like Ephesians 5.19 and Colossians 3.16 that in the singing of psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, there is an, an instructive component um, because Paul says you teach one another in doing this. But our chief aim is to ultimately please God and to praise God and honor Him with what we do. And so this arrangement was not determined by, quote, the church or a majority opinion or even a majority of what local churches are doing or by convention. The New Testament is an inspired record of God's will to man, and it reveals what he has done for us and what he would have us to be and the terms for worship and what he would have us do, not just in our assemblies, but in what we do in our everyday lives. Right? It's all breathed out by Him and is profitable for teaching and reproof and training in righteousness. Second Timothy 3, verses 16 through 17. So I look to His Word for information concerning worship, and I try to conform to the pattern that is established there. And let me say my conclusions are not infallible. And if you can help me to have a better understanding of God's will in this regard, then I will change accordingly. But my current practice in worship has not been arbitrarily determined by anybody else or majority opinion. When I look into the New Testament, all passages relating to music in worship, in public worship, on the part of, and, and private for that matter, James 5.13, when it comes to musical worship, um, what, what I find is, is that worshipers sing, and they do not uh, sing with the accompaniment of musical instruments. And even though in the first century, as those books were being written, musical instruments were available and they were used in, in Jewish worship and the, and the Mosaic system. But the New Testament saints, when we look into the passages of the New Testament that speak of their music worship, they sang. And you can check the scriptures for yourself, and I encourage you to do that. And I'm just going to give you the citations Matthew twenty six thirty, Mark fourteen twenty six, Acts sixteen twenty five, Romans fifteen nine, First Corinthians fourteen fifteen, Ephesians five nineteen, Colossians three sixteen, Hebrews thirteen fifteen, 
in James 5.13. And so I encourage you to prayerfully consider those texts and come to your own conclusion. Christ redeemed his people, his church, and then he gave directions for those people through the messengers that he chose, his apostles like Paul and Peter and, and John and, and others who were inspired to write to Christians all over the world that now those writings make up the New Testament. And our endeavor, my endeavor, is to study the written word as carefully as possible and then practice the things that are found there and not go beyond what is written, 1 Corinthians 4, 6 and 2 John 9. So I want to be an acceptable Christian to Christ. I want to be a member of a local church that is striving to uh, be acceptable to Jesus Christ and, and thus limit their worship and work to what he has specifically given us authority to do. And that is why we sing or we engage in acapella worship rather than uh, worship that includes musical instruments. I hope you continue to study these things. Thanks for your question. Please continue to write in. I'm Jason Garcia, and this has been Faithful Sayings.